Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I didn't grow up looking at my mum and seeing all these pots and potions and lotions and think, oh my God, this is the world for me. I love all of this. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think that probably gave me quite a healthy outlook on it all, mm-hmm. which was, it wasn't something that, it wasn't like, oh, Holly, you must look after your skin. You must look after your skin. It mm-hmm. was just, that wasn't the important bit when I was growing up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Beautiful Lives. Today's guest is Holly Willoughby. I expect you'll already be very familiar with Holly, given that she presents this morning, which, by the way, just celebrated its 30th anniversary and won a BAFTA, so congratulations to this morning. She also presents I'm a Celebrity, which kicks off again in November. She is a brand partner with M&S, and she works with Garnier, who very kindly arranged this interview. Now, Holly's approach to beauty is functional, She wants products that really, really work, which makes her list an interesting one. It's full of stuff that she just goes, yep, I know this does a job, just gonna put it on and that's that. That's not to say that she doesn't enjoy beauty and the rituals of it. She talks a bit about loving a bath, for example, but she does have a look and it's her look. She talks about, for example, how she doesn't actually like drawing attention to her brows and also how she doesn't wear fake tan, which I found revelatory. So without any further ado, I'm going to hand over to Holly Willoughby for her beautiful life. So we're here today to celebrate the Garnier UNICEF. Yeah, collaboration, collaboration, yeah. Yeah. So Garnier have partnered to get funds to where they're most needed to protect children. Mm-hmm. So they're giving, so of the funds, 50% are going directly into an emergency box situation so they're doing yeah. can you explain what's in this well uh, there's three sort of different kits that that you can get really there's the educational kit there's the the uh, recreational kit and there's the hygiene kit so it really just depends what people need yeah. i mean i'm learning this all today because you know i've, I've been an ambassador with garnier for, for a little while now and this mm. is the first time i've known them to do something like this yeah. and what i learned today which actually i think was is a really lovely thing and it just goes to so it, it makes me feel very proud of Garnier, actually, and why I like working for them, because uh, lots of companies will collaborate with different charities and they will do things. But when they give money, they like to tell them where they like the money to go. Yeah. And so that tends to be, and this is so shocking, and this is what surprised me today, was they like it to go to popular disasters, yes. high-profile disasters, um, which I can't even believe is a thing, that that's an actual thing, but apparently that's the way it works. Um, so what Garnier do is that they the money that's going to UNICEF is totally for them to disperse wherever it's needed the most mm-hmm. and they can use it wherever they want to and you know it's just about doing something doing something good and doing something right yeah. so 
That's the overriding impression that everyone in the room has been like, this is incredible, yeah. they just yeah. want to help, which yeah. is really refreshing. Yeah, it's and really lovely. nice. It's really nice. We've asked all of our guests to come up with five products that have meant something to them and that make their lives easier. Yeah. And Holly, I was asking Holly about hers before we started the podcast, and she said, I've got mine written down. I've got mine written down because I have, so the brain, I have like a sieve for a brain. Yeah. This is a thing of a busy lady. Yes. Like you, I know the bits that are there, but if you ask me, I'll just go, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> and also because for me, Beauty products mm. aren't really something like I don't. I don't necessarily just go for the brand because that's a good brand. Mm. Like I like high functioning products. So where are you so getting your recommendations from makeup artists? Well, Patsy, who's done my makeup for donkeys years, mm-hmm. it tends to be solely her actually. When did you meet Patsy? So, so Patsy, I met uh, on X Factor okay. when I was doing X Factor. So mm-hmm. I'd just had Harry. So she's been with me for. I met her before then, but really mm. she started with me about eight years ago. So you get loads of tips on Patsy, but before Patsy, were you learning, were you able to do your own makeup well, or were you someone who was a bit um, like... Oh. I like doing makeup, yeah. I like it, and I'm, I think I can do it fine. Mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near as good as her. Okay, so preferably makeup. Preferably oh, definitely. Patsy's doing makeup. Definitely, it's really weird, because we have um, the summer off, mm. and when I come back to work after the summer... It's really weird when she does my makeup for the first time, and I look in the mirror and I go, "Oh, yeah, there's Telly Holly." Yeah, because yeah. I haven't seen my I haven't seen myself looking like that for yeah. like six weeks. When you're at home, do you wear makeup if you're very, very rarely? Okay, so I mean, if I'm going to... out or I do something that I do, but apart from that, no, you it feels like work to being me. Being out wearing no makeup, no, no, no it doesn't bother me. So you're um, a mum of three, yeah, and you're a wife, and you're super busy. Yes, so you're, you are literally for you. It's not about walking through Selfridges and going, "Oh, that no, nice. totally not." You're like, totally I need my lashes, and it's got to work. Yeah, so it's for me. It's like it's got to work. Um, I also don't want to put loads of chemicals and junk on my skin. I really okay. don't want to do that. So mm. I like products to have, to, to be able to, when you look at the ingredients, you go, oh, I actually know what that is, instead yeah. of some weird concoction of badness. Like, I do mm. think about that sort of thing. Some products have antifreeze in them, I only recently learned. Well, this, this is, is terrifying. This is more scary thing yes. than I need to think about in my life. Yeah, um, so let's go in with your first product. So then. my first product um, I really like. So mm. Ico, um, which is a lovely brand. Anyway, lovely brand. And they have bought out this kind of eyeshadow stick. And I like an eyeshadow stick because I can just wallop it on, yeah. smudge it in, and you're done. Are you putting it all over your eyelids or just so I'll line. do like a line near mm. my lash line yeah. and then I'll kind of blend it up. Mm-hmm. But they've put a brush on the end of it, which is a really good brush. It's like a really thick, flat brush. Yes. And it's really nice and it's and it's a good chunky sized stick. Mm-hmm. Not too chunky tall. No. It's good. It's no. good. So I like that. I like that very much. And they do, do you have a colour that you love? Or... I don't know what it's called. Didn't write that bit is it down, did I? Or black it's like or... a it's like a goldy and um, it's not gold at all. It's like a brown but with a goldy fleck through it. I know the exact one. It's almost the colour you've got on your eyes now. Yes, this is a Bobbi Brown. Right, but it's not dissimilar yeah. to that. Yeah, it is, it's very similar. And my sister uses it and she's obsessed with it. Oh, it's good. the only thing she'll put on her oh, eyes. Good. She's not into it. Okay, so off your first product, yeah. I would like to stop you for one sec and yeah. go back to your childhood. Yeah. So when you were very young, what's your first sort of memory of beauty or was your mum so your mum was an air stewardess, is that yeah, right? That's yeah, that's right. So was she into beauty? No, that- not at all. My okay. mum... My mum, and this is why also I think that skin and ageing and all mm. that sort of stuff, genetics has an awful lot to do with it. Yes. Like, there is no doubt about it. My mum looks incredible, mm. and, you know, she never does anything to her skin. I mean, she washes her face with soap and water. Does she really? She literally, which you would think would be the most horrendous I thing, I couldn't right? get away with that, but yeah. It's really How weird, it's really weird. And I, and I say to her, no, she, she started moisturising probably when she was about 55, mm. It's like, come on, you've got to do better than that. But she has the most beautiful, beautiful skin. Mm. And she's never fussed about it. She never wears any foundation. She's never... 
I don't know. So I do think genetics has quite a lot to do with it. So I didn't grow up looking at my mum and seeing all these pots and potions and lotions and think, oh my God, this is the world for me. I love all of this. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think that probably gave me quite a healthy outlook on it all, mm-hmm. which was, it wasn't something that, it wasn't like, oh, Holly, you must look after your skin. You must look after your skin. It mm-hmm. was just, that wasn't the important bit when I was growing up. Do you know what I mean? So you were enjoying yourself. and then, Yeah. And I yeah. think that's why now I'm quite sort of unfussed about it yeah. as well. I mean, yeah. I do definitely moisturise. I do definitely wear sun protection. Um, <clears throat> but it's because, very functional for you. But it's all, it's all quite functional. Mm. And if it smells nice and it's made of lovely things, then that's great too. Do you find it... So some people say about beauty, that, or rather having, say, a bath in something nice, that they yeah. find that quite uh, meditative and I remedial. love a bath. Okay, now, so that you, is a real treat for me. Right. And like, I really love a bath. Are you a bubble bath or a salts or do you care what goes in I know I do actually okay. and then see that does have to smell really nice okay. and I like bath oils mm. um, as long as I'm not washing my hair mm-hmm. um, uh, but I love bubble bath mm. like, I hate lying in the bath and being able to see myself through the water I hate it it's really annoying do you like to get the bubbles as big as Kylie in the eye should be so lucky yes, video exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. or in Pretty Woman oh yes yeah that's another classic <laughs> yeah every time you think about that but no I, I love all that and mm. I really love just relaxing and, and some yeah so I think so it's sometimes different, different needs it. for different things. Right, okay. And also, because you're a mum, so I'm imagining that when the bathroom door shuts and you're in your bath, that's a moment yeah. where you're like, oh, life is yeah, good. Until like, you hear them going, mummy! Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, great, I'm in the bath now. <laughs> I'm going to get out. I'm having my moment. Yeah. Okay, let's go to product number two then. Okay, so um, this is a British brand. Mm. Um, it's called Lily Lolo, yeah. and they do lots of lovely bits, actually, but I'm particularly fond at the mm. moment of their eyebrow pencil. And I do know the colour on this one. It's light. Oh, that was hard to remember, wasn't okay. it? It's called Brow Duo in Light. What colour are your eyebrows naturally? Are they kind of? Well, I'm quite dark naturally. Dark, okay. dark, dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody always thinks of me being blonde, blonde, mm-hmm. blonde. But I'm very, very dark. Were you blonde when you were growing up? Uh, I was lighter when I was little, little, and then I went and then very went, dark. Okay. I mean, I'm definitely brown haired. I'm definitely brunette, okay. but now I'm not. Very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, so the light, I don't, it probably is slightly lighter than my natural colour, but I don't mm. like darkening my brows and I don't like drawing attention to my mm. brows. In a world where everybody wants to draw attention exactly. to their brows. When did that happen? When did brows become the most important thing? I have no idea, but I love that they're bigger than they were. I did the plucking them off. Agreed. Thing. Agreed. Better than the 90s arch. Much better. But terrifying yeah. that they're often drawn on with like a felt tip now. It's just, it's just that you just, you know, tread gently. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
Okay, we're returning back again. This is going to be back and forth. Thing. Okay. Um, so back to your childhood. You're getting to teenage years. Yeah. You're sort of beauty functional for you. And then suddenly your model spotted. Yeah. Okay, so at this point, were you like, that sounds like a great job, I'll do it. What was the um, attitude towards that? Yeah, well, I think basically, because I went to the clothes show live with the school. So mm-hmm. it was not on my... Agenda. Agenda. It wasn't my plan to go and do that. And so I got spotted and I remember, and I came in and I told my mum and it was with Storm. And mum obviously had heard of Storm before and done a bit of research. And she knew, I think, Kate Moss had not long been discovered there. So it was all a bit exciting mm-hmm. and, and all Very that stuff. Exciting. Yeah, so it was, it felt proper, I guess, yeah. for want of a better word. Yeah. Um, so she felt comfortable with me doing it and she came up with me the first few times. Mm-hmm. And I think really for me, more so than kind of establishing myself in that beauty world or fashion or whatever it was, because... I was really doing teenage magazines. I mean, I was Ms. and Just 17 and more yeah. and all of those all of those types of magazines. So you still looked relatively young. It wasn't like I suddenly was this 13-year-old yeah. doing high-end fashion. Yeah. Um, so it was all quite, it was all quite gentle. Mm-hmm. But it was really good for me, for my confidence as a person because I was still 14, 15. I think at that age, you're not a child, and you're not an adult. Not a girl, not yet a woman. No, you're not <laughs> to quote Brittany. Yeah. Um, but you are somewhere in between. You and it's quite a, it's quite a weird time for a girl. It's um, a very, and it's a time of change where big that change. makes you feel a bit insecure something yeah. like about yeah, everything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it really did throw me in at the deep end mm. of talking to adults and being among you know, colleagues as mm-hmm. opposed to them being adults and me being a child. Yeah. And I think it really helped me come out of my shell and I because I wasn't the most confident person at school I mean all my school friends are like still can't understand how I'm doing the job that I'm doing because they didn't understand that at all they were like were you with one with your sleeve pulled down over your hand and with your jumper over your mouth because you were too scared to look anyone in the eye and I was a bit I was a bit I was fine with my friends but like new people or Mm. new adults or new Mm. things I didn't have that instant confidence that some of the other girls have so so yeah, anyway, but so that helped. Yeah. That was a really good thing for me. It forced me to do that. And were you getting into beauty at that stage? Did you think, oh, I love this mascara, or was it just a job? I loved having my makeup done, mm. no doubt about it. Loved it. I mean, that was all really exciting. What a teenage girl wouldn't, yeah. you know, that's all really exciting. And the transformation's quite exciting um, too. But did it, did it, I don't know. I don't know whether it started that it or didn't not, spark an I don't think. or anything like that. You I just don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I ever massively wore tons of makeup, ever. Okay. So, so no regrets, no awful pictures. No, somewhere. no regrets. Although I'm sure there is somewhere. Okay, let's get to your next product. So my next product is a really lovely product, and I first discovered this product at the NTAs this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wearing this pink dress. We wanted something quite neutral mm-hmm. and patsy, and it was her find. Uh, and it's Burt's Bees, and you're always thinking, oh, what lovely products she's going to bring in? Something really posh and Swiss and lovely. <laughs> and uh, and it, it was Burt's Bees, and I love Burt's Bees anyway it's because brand. it's really lovely and natural. Yeah. And, and they give money back to bees as well, which is obviously lovely. a lovely thing to do. Yeah. Um, so she bought in this lipstick, mm. and it's called my favourite one. It's called Blush Basin. It's really nice. Yeah. And it's got loads of shea butter in it and it just feels really, it's like a lip balm with colour in it. Yes. And in fact, last night I wore the red version of it for the first time and I mm. thought, I wonder if this is the same. And it's just, it's, it's just brilliant. the nicest lipstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really nice formula as well. It just it's doesn't, it's stuck on your lips. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So again, let's yes. move forward in your life. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. start to do TV mm-hmm. and the transition from having your picture taken to speaking on camera yeah. and things like that. Um, was was that just easy for you? Did you no, not at all. Like awful, awful. Okay. I mean, I started doing S Club TV, and we were 
I say we because there were seven of us and none of us had done telly before. Okay. Um, so we'd all come from different backgrounds and mm-hmm. places and reasons for being there. And we were shocking. I mean, it was a 25-minute show, pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Just links, just links. That's what we had to do, links. Nothing, no interviews, nothing. Just a few links in and out of different features. We were there all day. <laughs> I mean, how they didn't just throttle us. It's I have no idea. It's a good way no to learn, idea. though, doing that. Well, I well. mean, there are some people on there. There's a guy who was our producer on there who I still bump into now. Mm. And I look at him and I just go, I don't know how you coped. Yeah. But what it did do was, bizarrely, even though I was utter rubbish, mm. it, it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, so that's kind of, I kind of knew that I liked doing it, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I obviously had a long way to go. And was that when you met Fern and you were sort of... No, that was a bit later, later actually, on. because okay. after I did that show, then I didn't work in telly for a while, mm-hmm. and I worked at a production company, I was a receptionist, and then I worked at a... I was, did a bit of running, okay. and then I did a bit of floor managing on an all-night shopping channel. And none, none of those were the one for you? you none know? of those. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, the opportunity to be in front of the screen wasn't there, but what it mm. did do was give me a really good foundation of telly from oh, different gosh. angles, and when yeah. I was running and when I was floor managing I always kept the headset on and was listening to the gallery Mm -hmm. so then when I had an audition at CBBC a few years later like I understood that kind of gallery live studio etiquette Mm -hmm. and it really it really helped yeah it really helped so um and then it was at CBBC that I met Fern okay and then that was a lovely friendship that has flourished ever since so Fern is also a Garnier unison yes yeah Yeah. uh so the next one uh this is really nice and this for anybody that wakes up early in the morning Mm -hmm. or just sometimes needs like a spritz of life I would say Mm -hmm. Uh, there's this lovely brand called I will not be able to say this because if you say it in a French accent it sounds really nice but for Mm. the sake of this I'm going to go Cordely I think that is correct Cordely that sounds even better Cordely I'm not going to try and it's called Beauty Elixir which is much easier to say anyway it's a spray I think it's like a spray toner I don't know I put it on before I put my I put it on at work so I get to work Patsy's got it there and I spritz myself and it's I don't know what's in it but it is like it just zings you and it's lovely on your skin Mm -hmm. and you can your makeup sits really nicely on top of it and I think you can use it after makeup as well Patsy I use mine me. after makeup do you have you ever done that I don't think I have but she said that just now and I was like oh well you've never done that if your makeup goes a bit powdery and crap you know when it starts to look yeah. a bit like a mask mm-hmm. spritz of that and it wakes it up it's really, really nice yeah I love okay. it yeah. let's do next products because I'm... okay so this is a leg makeup which okay. to be honest I would never wear in real life but mm-hmm. this is more for the telly everybody thinks I wear fake tan and I hate fake tan never been able to get on are with you wearing it. fake tan on your face now no no. <gasps> You've got the most wonderful skin colour. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm never, and I'm, I'm always linked to different fake tan okay. brands, and it's n- a nonsense because I never, I probably okay. had three fake tans in my life. But yeah. this leg stuff, it's called, how do you say this then? Vita Liberata? I think it's Vita Liberata, yeah. And it's called Body Blur. Mm. And I really like it. If I'm wearing a skirt on this morning, sometimes I just put a bit on my legs just to kind of even the tone out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it says on it you can wear it on your face. I wouldn't. It's got a little bit of shimmer in it. Not too much because I don't like shimmery stuff. But yeah. shimmer on your face in your foundation, I'm, I'm not sure about. No, I'm not sold on But that. it's nice. It's just nice. And it, this might, I might be steering you completely down the wrong path here because mm-hmm. this might just be a good telly thing. No, I've used it in real life. I think it's more of like an occasion thing. Yeah, like, okay. So, just go wedding. carefully, like just yeah. really check it a tiny, tiny little bit. A little bit, yeah. Tiny little bit, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Oh. Um, thank you for taking us through all your products. Thank you. And your life. Thank you um, very much. And yeah, we will put all the details on the Garnier UNICEF collaboration in the show notes. Thank you very much, Holly Willoughby. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
that was the delightful Holly Willoughby. And if you're anything like me, I expect that you'll want to go and buy all the products that she mentioned. Don't worry, though, if you didn't know their names, because I have put them all underneath in the show notes. Please do rate and review the episode. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. I'll be back next week with the incredible educator, writer and activist Sinead Burke. Here's a little snippet of next week's interview. Even though my difference is physically and immediately obvious, we're all different. The definition of normality is so skewed that and actually so personal that, you know, you don't subscribe to my definition of normality, nor do I of yours. And that's okay. And I think by encouraging those conversations and by being your most authentic self online, and that's not to say we all need to post photos and narrate our worst days, but just being conscious. So don't forget to tune in next week. See you then. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 